There was a Star Wars bounty hunter had a Disney plus show B O B A Fett B O B A Fett B O B A Fett and Boba Fett's his name yo Good Wednesday everybody I'm going to try something a little different I haven't watched the episode yet so my wife just left for work it is right now 7:45 a.m. I have a good amount of time before I need to start work where I can sit down and watch this television program. But I was so excited that I thought, you know what, I should hit record before I watch it to kind of talk about what could happen. Um, I'm, I'm literally going to stop talking to you and hit play and then I'll come back to you and we'll talk some more. But I have, n- I have no idea. Like This is it. The fact that it kind of I don't want to say it didn't limp to the finale. It, it's very exciting um, to see what they bring together. But I feel like after being like, we need to put an army together, there was two weeks where it's like, we're going to get that guy for the army. Okay, that's one week. And then the following week, it was like, we're going to put the army together. And, um, you know, he's like, fine, but let me go deliver this this cool little shirt. And that was basically it. So I guess the army is going to be together. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how long this episode is. I don't know anything. Um, I am just fully invested and I'm fully expecting some sort of whimsical Star Wars surprise. I'm not looking at any social media. I'm not looking at anything. I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding my phone even because I hate even those articles where it's like, we want to talk about that Star Wars surprise. And it's like, no, no, I don't even want to know if there was a surprise. I, want, I don't even want to know if there was a, anything. I like. I even hate when it's like, oh man, that first five minutes was great. No, no, no. I don't want to know because then I'm like looking for those first five minutes. I want to go in as completely clueless as possible, as more clueless than I usually am. Put it that way. Um, and that's it. I'm really excited to watch this, and I just want to give a shout out to Retromash on Twitter who who shouted out to me saying that he enjoys uh, uh, listening to the show. That was really cool. That really was like, what? 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 Someone listens? Oh my goodness gracious! Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, and now, are we are we going to see Luke and Grogu again? I feel like we might. I feel like we might see them all. I feel like we might see Luke, Grogu, Ahsoka. Um, we're going to see the the the, the chrysanthemum. Obviously, he's around. Will we see any other surprises? I don't know. Like, I, I'm so. I, I don't even know what, like the time wise, there could be, there could be people who come in and and all the you know Clone Wars people are like, oh my goodness, it's 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 Bubble Bubble Johnson, and I'd be like, who's this guy? Like like that last guy, you know, the Western fella. He was definitely a a a Star Wars character from the cartoons. I didn't know who he was, but it was he looked cool to me. Everyone else is like, well, he doesn't look exactly like the cartoon. I'm like I don't know, doesn't make a difference to me. This isn't the cartoon. This is the TV show. I'm all excited. Okay. I don't want to waste any, any more of your time. I don't want to waste any more of my time. The breakfast burritos are ready. The coffee is on. And it's time to watch the season, maybe series finale. I don't know. But it's time to watch the finale, or at least chapter seven of the book of Boba Fett. Here we go. Clear out. Take your hoodlum gang with you. 
I've known you a long time, Bobo. One thing I can't figure. What's your angle? This is my city. These are my people. I will not abandon them. Like the Tuscans. Don't toy with me. I'm not a little boy any longer. And you are an old man. I'm still faster than you. That may be. But I have armor. Let's find out. Get off to your back to take. This is my city! You gave it a shot. You tried to go straight, but you've got your father's blood pumping through your veins. You're a killer. This isn't the first time I beat you out on a job. There's no shame in it. Consider this my final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything else is weakness. Ladies and gentlemen, the hour has passed since you last heard from me. I've watched the what Disney Plus is saying the season finale of the Book of Boba Fett. Who knows what happens from here? Who know? It seems like the next thing we're going to get is Mandalorian season three. But before we get there, before we get anywhere, let's talk about. Chapter 7, in the name of honor, this show's called in the name of honor. It picks up right, well I shouldn't say right after because the flames would have gone down, but shortly after the explosion in the Jennifer Beals uh, cantina, we see Fennec and Boba in there and they're like, whoa, uh, things are getting bad here. And then Mando shows up and they're like, and then the mods show up and they're kind of talking about like, 
we really need help here. We're going to be outnumbered. Mando's like, don't worry, don't worry. Timothy Oliphant and the in the in the people of Freetown, we're going to get here. It's not going to be a problem. Even though you and I know that um, the High Plains um, Duster guy, High Plains Stranger, I don't know, whatever. I don't know who he is. He just looks like he's the cowboy alien. That's what I'm going to call him. Um, uh, he, you know, shot. Timothy Oliphant, and we're not quite sure exactly the um, the fate, the Oliphant of the Oliphant. We don't know what that is yet. Uh, but Mando's pretty convinced that he's like, don't worry, don't worry. My my um, my friends are going to show up. We're going to have an army. They're like, let's go back to the fortress. And the Mold's are like, no, mate, we don't want to debate. You go back to the, you can go hide in your fortress, but these people need us here. So we're going to, we're going to take refuge right here. And he's like, all right, let's do that. Like he's, Boba's very easily convinced. He, he listens to his employees, and he really takes what they have to say at value, with value. He's like, all right, let's die here then. Uh, we cut over and we see uh, the space cowboy. Um, some people call him the space cowboy. And I feel like I've used that joke already. And um, he, he's coming into town, and he goes to the Pike Syndicate where we see um, Mr. Pike. I, I don't know what his name, Captain Pike, I'll call him. But again, that's a whole different star story um but he's there with the again he's not a walrus man but he, he's not a um, camel head man i don't know what to call this guy but he's the mayor mr mayor mr mr um like hammerhead camel head mayor he's there and you you realize that they are you know tight together and that's when mr pike says you know um what's great is is that stupid mandalorian the stupid boba fett thinks that all those Tuscans he was with were killed by that biker gang when it was really us who killed them the entire time. Bum, bum, bum. So he's not even worried about us. He went, he took out that biker gang. So as far as he's concerned, the story, that that part of the story is over. Of course, until uh, Space Cowboy kind of spoils things later, but okay, that's fine. So they're just like, um, we need to figure out how to, how to deal with this dude. He's like, don't worry. The cowboy's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll know what to do. I'll deal with him. Actually, he doesn't sound like that. He kind of sounds like this. Ha, and I guess that's the same voice of the guy who did him on the cartoon. I don't know. Someday I'll watch those cartoons. I started them, and I haven't got to them fully. But someday I'll be like, hey, that's the guy from Book of Boba Fett. He's like, don't worry. I'll, make sh- I'll, I'll appease to him, or I, I have an idea. He says, I don't know, whatever it is. And then we get the chapter, chapter 7, in the name of honor. Um, and then we cut over, and the next thing we see is a very familiar X-Wing fighter with our 2 D2's head sticking out of it. My first thought was, whoa, like, is Luke Skywalker just a, a regular now? He just, just going to use him willy-nilly, just paste that face on there, and let's go? No. Nope, nope, nope. In fact, this thing was driven, autopilot, astromech, whatever you want to say, and... Um, when Amy Sedaris didn't see any any head at first, I said, oh, my goodness, could it be? Could it be? Yes, it's Grogu. He's got his little shirt on under his under his robe. And I love that he says, eeky, beeky, bookie. And Amy Sedaris, who speaks every language, says, Grogu? That's a terrible name. I'm not calling you that. That was very on the nose, very like, you know, hey, people, this is, you know, this is what you, what some of you have said. And she, Amy Sedaris agrees with you. So now we see that Grogu's on Tatooine. He and she's like, "Come on, let's let's feed you some worms." They give him some worms, and just he's like, 
R2 is like, we got to go. They're a thing. He needs to rush over to help Mando. He's like, come on. Everyone's got to eat. Let the kid eat. So we cut back over to what they're calling the sanctuary where um, Fennec and Boba are, are hanging out. And uh, I think Mando's there too. Yep. And they are kind of talking about what they have going on. They're expecting the Pikes to really show up. And they have people stationed everywhere so that um, they know um, where, like, when they're coming. They won't be able to move without at least them knowing something. We have the Gamorrean guards who should have been wearing red shirts in this episode. Again, sorry, wrong star. Um, but they, man, they, that's, they're the saddest part of this whole movie, this whole episode. They got them hanging out one place. We got um, then the mods drive by them. They give the little nod like we're all on the same team. Like it's, you know, Boba's 11. They give the little nod and then boom, they drive on. They drive by uh, Chrysanthemum, who is the coolest looking thing to come out of this season. Everything else we see, he is the coolest thing that we'll see, like that someone will, you'll be amazed someday at Comic-Con when someone makes that perfectly like replica costume for cosplay. Because um, that is the, I, I, I'll say it, it's the raddest thing of this season. I'm um, sure I wouldn't mind a, a floating hoverboard scooter, Vespa, but Moss Vespa, boom. But um, yeah, they don't, uh, they're, they've grown on me, the, these mods, but Chrysanthemum is the, the coolest, the coolest of the cool of this season. So they drive by him, they give a little nod, and they're checking out, they're watching every corner of the um, of where the uh, pikes could come in. Now, again, how big of a planet is Tatooine? There was a, there was a Rick and Morty episode where they, there was this planet so small that they could walk around it like in an hour or something like that. Like you could see them just kind of walk on this small planet. I feel like Tatooine is a planet and the, the spice has to run through this area, maybe because it's the most civilized area of the planet. I'm not even talking about a country. If this was a country, it'd be tough to, to defend. But they're defending the entire planet. But that is, of course, the basis of Star Wars. Everything's a planet. You go from planet to planet. Um, and yes, there are towns and cities in these planets. But for the most part, you're dealing with just the, the planet of Tatooine. Uh, and they have to, they're ready to defend. Now, um, that's when we get Space Cowboy shows up. And Man- Mandalorian, I mean, Boba's like, oh, him. I'll deal with him. He's like, Boba, you've changed. You've softened in your old age. He's like, we all do. All right. And they're, they're kind of willing. Are they going to have their fight here? And this is when he says, you know, the Pikes killed your Tuscan people. He goes, you run and abandon like you did the Tuscans. He's like, don't bring them up. He goes, the the pike killed them, and 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 you know it in their heart that it really was them. So, whatever deal it was, like for them to not know the pike did it, this guy just completely blew it. And now he now all you did was um, piss Boba off even more. Have I been calling him Mando? No, you pissed Boba off even more um, with him knowing now that the people that he's trying to fight are the ones who actually killed the the um, unofficial family that he had. And they um, they are like, okay, let's, um, you know, are we going to fight here? Are we going to dig in and have a war? Because we could shoot out right here. And uh, they're like, I don't think that's a really good idea. Not now. So he basically just tells them, I'm not fighting you and I'm not taking your, we're not surrendering. 
And so Boba restrains from shooting anybody or, or starting a fight. And we have the, um, the major domo there who seems to be like, I feel like he's such a, a good, fun character that they just needed him to be around. So he's there. He's still kind of their prisoner. He's like, what a wonderful sense of restraint. He almost wants to be like their, um, their kind of diplomat where he uh, – and I feel like he will be. I feel like he's a guy, if we do get a second season – um, I feel like he's a guy who's going to stick around and kind of be there. That Someone they use, they don't really like using him, um, but they need to. And he's slimy, but he is looking out for himself more than anyone else. But he will work for Boba, probably because he's afraid not to. Uh, so then the mods call over. They're like, um, boss, something's not right. And we come to find out that... All the locals, the, the three families that said they would stay out of it, aren't really going to stay out of it. And now we're here to, um, to now they're turning. They're, they're all choosing the pikes and they're turning on, um, on the people. On, like, I guess the human people are fine. It's all the, the um, you know, alien folk. I guess the, the human people, the aliens, I don't know, mankind, I don't know what to call these things. The, um, the three families, those are the ones who have said, you know what? We are choosing the pikes. And then they all kind of turn. They start shooting at the mods. They start beating up Chrysanthemum. Uh, and they, they kind of they, – they end up basically um, um, smothering him. You think, oh, my God, he's going to fight them off. He's going to get to safety. And then they smother him. But that has a wonderful outcome later on. Um, the mods are able to um, shoot, shoot, shoot. And, um, and later Fennec shows up and saves them and gets them out of it. And she's like, head to the sanctuary. The only ones – who don't get out alive, unless, of course, they landed on a beautiful cushion of, like, uh, Tatooine roses or some or a bunch of cardboard boxes. Our friends, the Gamorrean guards, were both pushed back, pushed back, pushed way back until they fell off a cliff. And we watched them fall, and it was very sad. Um, our friends are no longer with us as they were pushed off by the dog people. And you see the bodies fall, and I mean, boom! Like they're down too. They 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 don't have a big crowd already, because again, the um, well, I forgot to tell you, Space Cowboy told Boba, yeah, um, Tim- Timothy Oliphant and those people, they're not coming. Again, this guy gives a lot of st- a lot of information to Boba, who shouldn't. He'd be. It would be better for the Pikes if they didn't know this. If he didn't know that the Pikes killed their people, maybe he wouldn't have this more rage. If he didn't know that the Pikes um, took out Timothy Oliphant and, and the Freetown folk, then he, he'd have this this hope, you know, this blind hope, this this hope that actually isn't happening. And um, the fact that that he told them now it's like oh, okay, now we have to have Plan B. So he has too much information. I feel like Space Cowboys shouldn't have told him this much stuff. So. Um, Okay, where was I? And I'm probably out of order with some of the stuff. But uh, they, Boba realizes, you know, hey, the Pike Syndicate works out of most Isley, right? And the Major Domo's like, he finally volunteers, like, yeah, yeah, um, he works out of this office. So they send Fennec to go deal with them directly, which we'll find, we'll see later. On the way, she stops and saves the mods. Um, and back at the sanctuary, um, we see, and that's when she says, get back to the sanctuary, to the mods. Back at the sanctuary, we see uh, um, Major Domo Boba and the Mandalorian Boba Boba. We see them hanging out, um, 
hanging out. They're just having fun. And Major Domo's like, listen, I want to tell you something. And he kind of goes on and on about telling where he, he was schooled. He grew up on Coruscant, went to educated there. And he majored. Did you see major, I think? Or his focus was on diplomatic um, uh, negotiation. So he's like, here, um, you know, we could kind of negotiate a truce and things can move on. And Boba's like, that's a great idea. Give me your tablet. He writes out his negotiation. This guy, all excited to, to finally do something, runs out without even looking at it. And he shows up and says, um, hey, what's up? Uh, listen, we have a negotiation. Let me read it for you. And he says, it, the, all the pikes are there. He goes, my negotiation is this. Um, oh, and they're like, read it. He's like, um, I negotiate nothing. Uh, you get nothing. Leave this planet as soon as you possibly can, and um, then, you know, you'll probably be okay. But if you don't, you know, trouble's coming. Something like that. Obviously, that's not what was said, but he was very f- afraid, and the, the Pike guy's like, what? And he lifts up his gun to shoot him, and then pew, 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 you start seeing um, the Mando and uh, Boba in their in their little uh, jetpacks flying over from the sky, bam, 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 taking out all these pikes. This dude, this, um, I believe he's a Twi'lek, the Major Domo. Uh, he is, um, he's very, like, ooh, like he's slippery. He's resourceful and slippery for himself. He's a survivalist uh, or survivor. He's a survivor as far as, like, I got to get myself out of here. And he just runs back to the sanctuary. And then we get a great fight between, you know, just a lot of shootout. Bang, bang, bang. And they're like, they just keep coming. They just keep coming. And then all of a sudden, around the corner, we see um, a, a, a land speeder, a big land speeder filled with people from Freetown, driven by the bartender who is, I want to say, W. Brown. I can't think of his name. He was, he's been in Dead, um, Deadwood with Timothy Oliphant. He's been in uh, so many things. He was, I mean, he was... He was uh, Cameron, Cameron Diaz's brother in something about Mary. So now this guy is the is like he was the bartender in Freetown. He's there leading them. They come in to give a little respite. All the Freetown folk are here to fight, and um, they're like, "You didn't have to come." He goes, "Yes, we did." He goes, "Well, I'm sorry about Timothy Oliphant again. I'm sorry that I don't know the names. I want to say Cab Calloway, but it's not that." Um, and I feel like his name and the Space Cowboys' name are close enough that I'm getting I get confused from them. So he's like, I'm really sorry about Timothy Oliphant. And the guy's like, he shot him down in cold blood. So we're like, oh, Timothy Oliphant must be dead. That's really a shame. So they are shooting, shooting. And then around the corner, very cool, you hear, you hear this stomping. And you see, the last time we saw Chrysanthemum, he was smothered by all these, um, all these bad guys. And now he crawls, he comes around the corner with some of these people hanging on him. He's flinging them out of the way. It's very funny. They're shooting at him. He's trying to get back. He finally stumbles back to the group, and he and man, um, Bob is like, "Man, you got to get in the uh, the back to tank later. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna need you to have a nice soak in my tank." So we're like, "Oh, good. He's gonna be okay." We think. Um, so now they're cornered, and everybody's like, "Okay, they're fleeing. They're fleeing." They start shooting them. Yay! We 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 push them off, and then you hear. Well, first, Boba see, I mean, Mando sees them using his X-ray specs. He's like, um, guys, we have a problem here. And, oh, we have a big problem. All of a sudden, these big, giant Robotech robots that look like they could fight Robocop uh, show up. And they are like um, huge cannons. Uh, and they also, um, even worse, they have um, 
uh, these shields, these force fields around them that are like really making it hard to get through. And they're just picking people off. Bang, bang, patang, patang. You know, shooting like uh, Boba uses his his, um, backpack cannon. That doesn't work. They are firing and fighting and everywhere. Like they're trying to get through. It's almost like a video game where you see the shield, the force field, and it changes color when it starts to weaken. They're trying to get through this thing. And it's like they're having a hell of a time shooting, fighting, going in there, all these different directions. Suddenly, Boba looks at Mando. He's like, can you keep my people safe? He's like, yes. You know, but, you know, like I can keep them, give them cover for a while. He's like, that's all I need. I'll be back. When he takes off. And they're like, okay, there goes Boba again. So he leaves. We see uh, Chrysant in there. He's trying to smash his way through the tank, through the force field. He gets smushed out of the way. Um, we see... Um, we see the, the mods shooting. All the, uh, the we see the the Freetown people shooting. All these different folk trying to get through, and uh, it's not working. Chrysanthemum needs help from the mods to kind of like stumble out of the way. And while Mando is trying to you know shoot this thing and at least lure it away from all the other people, we see Amy Sedera show up in her. She's got like a little, almost like a rickshaw, like a space rickshaw by, pulled by one of her droids because she loves her droids. She's like, "Hey, Mando, how you doing?" This was kind of um, like. Not not believable because with all the guns and the explosions, you think she'd hear what's going on. She's like, hey, buddy. He's like, get back. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're saying, but boy, do I surprise you. Get back. Get back. What are you talking about? I can't hear you. And he's telling her to get back. You could you could have your ears plugged up and have no hearing. You could see that he's saying get back. So that's kind of like one of those just TV things you got to deal with. And all of a sudden around the corner, and she's like, I have a surprise for you. And then around the corner, you see one of these giant robots show up and she's like whoa get back so this dude spins around the rickshaw robot spins around and starts driving off mando jumps on the back of it now we get a little chase with the with the rickshaw robot and the um and the uh you know robotech robot the the two bad robots that are showing up so there's one of them fighting chasing mando the other one is chasing um Chrysanthemum and the mods and the free time people. This actual battle for this final episode was pretty great. I have to say it lived up to me. Um, the, the, um, like the excitement, the battle, the constant, you know, having to try to, uh, uh defeat these things. I, I, I thought it was very satisfying. I enjoyed it muchly. So there, they all these people are, are pushed back behind this wall and the main uh, mod girl is like, we need to get up there. We need to get higher ground. And um, a girl from Freetown's like, well, you can't do that with this gun. So she takes a rifle from, from the bartender dude, who's, I guess, kind of the main um, dude from this family, from this group, gives it to the girl. And she's like, you're not going alone. So they're like, let's go f- get to the high ground together. So they run up to the high ground together. So we cut back to Amy Sedaris, and she's like, Mando, Mando, look, do I have a surprise for you? Pulls back the cloak, and it's like, it was like a, a wonderful cinematic moment when, they're, when, when Mando looked down, Grogu looked up, they, they locked eyes, or at least eyes and visor. He's like, what? Kid, what are you doing here? The smile on Grogu's face was like, Hi, and he didn't even wait a second. He leaps into the air, into Mando. I wanted like a a giant musical score to play. I wanted to cry. Oh my god, they're back together. Anyone who is anyone who's listened to any of my other podcasts, or I do a Stranger Things podcast, um, Stranger Danger, uh, available everywhere podcasts are found. 
Um, I've talked about one of my favorite things are when groups or people who are separate are reunited. People that are should be together, you know, that happens in it happens in Stranger Things a lot where the certain groups of kids are split up and then boom they get back together. I love when when there's a reunion and things are back together and people are with the people they should be with. And it happened here with uh, with Grogu and and Mando. And he's like, I can't. I'm so excited that you're back. Now uh, keep your head down, and you know we'll be fine. And then, like two seconds later, um, the the robot shoots out the the rickshaw. They all go flying. Mando's like, oh, I've got you. He catches um, baby baby Grogu. I'm not going to call him anything else. He catches Grogu perfectly, even though I think Grogu would have been fine. They slide, and now they're on the ground, and they're like, uh oh, um, you know. They don't have their rickshaw anymore, so Amy Sedaris and her droids get up and run. Uh, actually, no, they don't get up and run. They, they start shooting. No, they don't start shooting. They do run. Mando is shooting, and um, they're all kind of like, okay, uh, we're cornered here. What's going on? They All of a sudden, these other town people are like, what's happening? You hear, and then I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I forgot about. And then you see the scales. You see there's a little bit of a scale, and it's very Godzilla-like. Where you see, and then you see this hand crawl over. Very kaiju. Is kaiju the right word? Um, like all of a sudden, you get the friggin' Rancor lift his head, magnificently displaying himself into the frame with a chain around his snout. And when this thing leans over to look at the. Um, at the robot face to face if the robot has a face we see goddamn Boba Fett riding this thing like he's in the Star Wars Christmas special hanging on the back of this thing got his blaster out uh, and it is just like very it's it's awesome like it's just a great visual like Boba's like remember me you son of a bentha he starts shooting at this thing um, and now we basically get robot on rancor fighting um, be, with one of these, like all we have, this is one of these robots again now. So the Rancor and the robot are fighting. Um, and finally they break through, um, with the help of, of Mando is also able to kind of break through using the dark saber, which didn't work before to get through the, um, the force field of this thing. So now we can finally start to, um, smash it and, and, um, he gets through it. He well, he puts down baby Grogu. Get they get through it. They start smashing this thing. But this thing is not easy to destroy. It is still flipping and and, and shooting, and it's like um, it still has life. So then Grogu senses it, and we like, oh my god! Whenever they show a shot of Grogu just kind of staring, we're like, oh, here it comes. He raises his little cute little hand, and he uses part of his power to pull this thing like to kind of disable this thing rip off one of its limbs and the thing falls down and then it's like oh my goodness gracious um it still gets back up but it, it was disabled for a second one of the pieces flew off and hit Grogu. that was kind of cute and then it was enough time though for the rancor to be like that's it i'm going to destroy you that's the voice of the rancor i'm going to destroy you he rips this thing apart like he's a strong man ripping a telephone book and like that then boom one of the robots are done, but we have another giant robot hanging out 
with the uh, with the people of Freetown and Chrysanthemum, and like we have and our mods, and we have to deal with them. So they are they're just shooting, 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 lots of shooting, shooting, shooting. We get our friends, uh, the the um, the leader of the mod group, the female, and the female from Freetown. They're up high, on higher ground shooting. They. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of what I was going to say. Uh, oh, Anakin, I've got the higher ground. There you go. That's a Star Wars reference for you. So um, they're shooting, lots of shooting, lots of fun shooting, lots of shooting, lots of shooting, lots of shooting with lasers. One thing about these lasers is you have this kind of, I don't want to say it's a cheat, but because it's a science fiction, there's no need and no precedence for these things running out of like bullets, like a regular gun. So you can just shoot lasers all day long. So they're shooting just enough for, uh, for Bo, uh, Boba and the Rancor, which is a new, um, children's book. I'm going to be writing Boba and the Rancor. They rip around the corner and boom starts and they smash this other robot. It smashes into a building. The building comes down. The robot is not destroyed yet because it smashes its way out. But, the um, the uh, force field is gone, so now it's Rancor versus um, versus robot. They are just smashing, ripping, throwing each other. It's like again, it's like a um, it's like a kaiju uh, battle, giant robot versus giant monster. I mean, it is. It, it's I guess you know it's that must be a first for Star Wars, but these you know Rancors exist, so it's. There's precedence. This thing rips this robot uh, uh, apart, smashing, 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 and smashing. And um, the but 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 Boba gets thrown from the Rancor. Actually, no, he's not thrown yet. They're still it's still smashing this robot, and they're um, they're now they're shooting all the uh, all the ugh, what am I saying? They're shooting all the pikes. The pikes are starting to retreat. Uh, but they're not retreating anywhere. Boba, is, now um, the robot's gone. Now the Rancor is destroying the pikes personally. Th- flings one, which was just awesome to see. I was like, we better see him eat someone. He definitely eats another one. It's awesome. Um, and then all of a sudden, Space Cowboy shows up. He's got one of those fire flamethrowers, much like Boba Fett. Very interesting that they have the exact same kind of um, little cool little tool. So it fires um, some fire. It fires some fire at Rancor, which appears to be his Achilles' heel. He flips out, and um, and that throws Boba from the saddle. Well, there wasn't really wasn't a saddle. Throws Boba from it, and uh, now it's Rancor and Space Cowboy. One more fire from the from the fire, and the Rancor's like, "I am out of here." So he he runs off, and now we're left with the cowboy versus the boba and um this is where we kind of get like you know you should have you should have you're a murderer why are you choosing why are you choosing these people is like these are my people i'll not abandon them because all you had to do was abandon them all you had to, you didn't have to worry about them all you had to do you know you just you're you're old and your time is done here they do a quick draw and this dude is faster than boba fett takes him out luckily boba fett has armor he's like he's like well, let's see if that armor gets to use oh the difference is i have armor um, but he, he keeps, you know, taking out Boba, knocking him down, standing over him, knocks his helmet off. And he's like, um, you know, again, if he just shot him, Boba would be dead and this guy would win, but he's got to talk. He's got to talk big game. And he's like, you know, um, yeah, just like your 
Tuscan. I think he might have mentioned the Tuscans, which um, was a good thing because he's like, wait a second, I've got my Tuscan staff. And he does a quick little like last second, smashes the hand without any weapons. He, he goes back to his quote unquote Tuscan roots. That the, it kind of brings the, show, the story together where the things he learned from the Tuscans helped this helped him take this dude out. He knocks him over with the he knocks the gun out of his hand. It's so quick with this thing. Um, spinner gets the spinneroony like he's um, like he's Booker T takes this guy, um, knocks him down, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't think I had it. you had it in you. Or you're, I knew you were a killer." Boba takes the um, he tries one more time to you know shoot him. He knocks the hand the gun out of his hand takes the pointy part of the staff and stabs it directly through this dude. So this cool character shows up and he's now dead. Fine. I don't know the character. So you know, other people are like, they brought him in just to kill him. Doesn't make a difference to me. They also said, oh, you got old. You're old too. So this obviously, if he's from the Clone Wars, he's, a, he's an older version of himself. And uh, this is how he dies. I don't care. It doesn't make, like the character doesn't have any, doesn't mean anything to me. I don't have any, you know, history with him. So... Seeing him come and go doesn't really affect me. doesn't really bother me. So now we cut back to basically a King Kong uh, uh, moment because now the Rancor is still running free. All the Pike people have left. They're like, oh, good, the Pikes are gone. Oh, wait, the Rancor's out there, and he's completely, um, he's completely on his own. So now all the people, the Freetown, the, the, the mods are shooting at him, and, and Mandalorian's like, dude, you're scaring him. Cut it out. Um, and he's like, let me deal with him. So he gives... Um, Grogu to Amy Sedaris jumps up on the flies up to the Rancor jumps up and tries to battle it just kind of rein it in this thing tries to eat uh, uh, Mando's head tries to pop his helmet off uh, luckily Mando has the same fire fires it into um, this dude's mouth and then uh, the Rancor is so angry he flings um, uh, he flings Mando out of the way and he jumps down and stands right in front of the Mandalorian. And then we got one final awesome, cool little thing because um, they're like, wait, where did, where did Grogu go? And all of a sudden, Grogu walks out into the middle of the road and just kind of looks at our friend, the Rancor, puts a little hand up and just kind of like, hey, dude, everything's going to be fine. He looks, the Rancor is like, ah, and then the Rancor calms down, relaxes. And then you see his eyes start to get heavy. That happens with my dog sometimes. You look at my dog enough, her eyes start to get heavy. And all of a sudden, the Rancor just like, and powers down, is sleeping. And Baby Yoda's like, oh, I did that. Mando's like, whoa, you did that. Baby Yoda, now remember things, I'm sorry, Grogu, things come out. Um, when he exerts his power, it really takes a lot out of him. So he goes up, he rubs up against the Rancor, like rubs it a little, goes to the side, um, and then just falls asleep, cuddles into the rancor again, like my dog cuddles into me and falls asleep. And I thought that was just so cute. Oh, can you have two little creatures um, show up and something like that? You know, a creature, a little creature with a giant creature. And it's just cute. So remember uh, Fennec and Maz Eisley, we cut over to there and we're like, we see um, so, some of the leaders of the three families or the three leaders of the three families are there, also with um, a couple pikes and uh, the mayor and the head of the pike. And they're like, what the hell is going on? You know, th- you said this was going to be easy. He's like, this was 
um, he's like, we need to leave. He's like, what? You can't leave now? And he's like, you told me this was going to be an easy, non-hostile planet. Uh, and that's not the way it was. And then they hear something outside. And so the, the pikes are about to just leave. They're like, this ain't worth it. And the mayor's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't think this was going to be this bad. And all of a sudden, bing, bing, boom, you, see, you start seeing people get picked off, including the mayor. The mayor gets strung up and hung, so the mayor's dead. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, these people get lasered out. And then the head of the pikes is looking around. He gets stabbed in the back, and then it's Fennec Shan. Remember, she's an assassin. She takes all of them out, so basically takes out all the threat. You know, there are rando, rando um, pikes everywhere. I just, something about the, the, the visual of the mayor hanging was very striking. Uh, and then she leaves, and we get a classic fade out. So all the bad guys are kind of gone. So um, that's really it. We cut over a time, some time has passed, and it looks like most Espa is kind of just cool. They're rebuilding, and uh, everybody looks over at Boba and bows, gives him a little bow. She's like, you need to um, get in the back to tank, I think. Because he's like, ah, why do they have to bow? Why does it have to be the right side? It hurts. She's like, you should probably get in the back to tank. He's like, oh, it's in use right now. And when he says that, you assume he's talking about chrysanthemum. Like, oh, good, he's fine. He's in the back to tank right now. Uh, but we'll get there. So um, some people, everyone seems to be really happy and rebuilding as a community. And then some kids run over and they bring fruit to Boba. He's like, thank you very much, like offering things um, to him because he's the leader. And he walks over and then you kind of get the team, the final team. Chrysanthemum wanders up. He's good. So he must oh, he, wait. He's not in the back to tank. That was the first clue. He said the back to tank's in use right now. And I assumed it was Chrysanthemum. But then there's Chrysanthemum. There's your clue right there. Oh, it was right there in front of us. So if Chrysanthemum's not in the back to tank, who is? So we get this final little moment where they all kind of just nod, like, hey, we're the team. We're the, um, well, let's count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then including Boba, the Boba Eight. So that's the team. Uh, Chrysanthemum, he throws the fruit to Chrysanthemum. They're like, you give, give the Wookiee a fruit, one of the mods says. And um, it's like, there's your, there's, your, there's your final team. I kind of think we're going to see something again with the fu- in the future with them. I don't think this is the end of these characters, whether they show up in Mandalorian or whether we get another season of Book of Boba Fett. Uh, it's not over yet. And we just kind of fade away, like um, pull up, and that's the end of our group, the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, theoretically, that's the end of these characters. We go up out of orbit, and we see we see the Mandalorian ship fly by. And just as I hoped, the spot where a droid would go is where um, where uh, Grogu is sitting, and it's beautiful. I just love his. He's got his own little spot. It's very cute, and they're they're able to communicate with each other because Grogu starts hitting the glass with the little ball. I forgot that Mando gave him the the little controller the, from his old ship before. And he kept that. He kept that for Grogu, and Grogu. He gave it to him earlier. He's like, "Hold on to this. I'll be right back." So Grogu's using it to hit the glass, and he's like, "Mando's like, no, not right now." He hits it again. No, not right now. He hits it again. Again, it reminds me of my dog hitting me, hitting me, hitting me. He's like, "Fine, one last time." He lifts up a little switch, presses a button. Um, we get we get light speed. Hyperspeed, boom! They take off. You see um, Grogu like lean back, like whoa, like he loves it. It it goes, it fades off into the night, and and the week end of episode, directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by 
John Favreau. And that is the end of the book of Boba. Not so fast. Not so fast. Because I knew, I was like, there has to be some sort of ending stinger. And there is. We, we come back and we're in Boba's um, fortress, his, his, his castle, whatever you want to call it. And we see the back to tank. And we're like, oh yeah, the back to tank. And then it zooms in a little. And we see, oh, that's Timothy Oliphant. He's, he's alive. But wait a minute, he's alive. How's this going to work? And we see, oh wait, we see the turning. And there's the mod doctor, the, 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 who I learned later was a guy named Thundercat who played bass in a band called Suicidal Tendencies, who I've seen in concert, even though it was 20-something years ago and he was definitely not in the band then. Uh, I know that because he plays bass. And when I saw them, the bassist was Robert Trujillo, who then went on to be a Metallica, which was really funny because I saw them open for Metallica. Boom. It was uh, 1994, and it was uh, in the middle of a field, and it was my one-time moshing. It was a wonderful experience. Wonderful experience. Anyway, um, we see him. We see this guy turn. We see his face. We recognize him from the mod shop. He lights up some sort of welding tool on his on his uh, special hand, and then it cuts to black. So what does that mean? That means that uh, Timothy Oliphant will survive. He'll probably be in either another season of Mandalorian or if we get another season of Book of Boba Fett. The character will be back, but he will be modified with some sort of cybernetic belly because he got shot in the gut. Uh, so, And this guy's like, well, it just so happens I, I do that recently, so he knows exactly what to do. Um, so that, I think means he'll be back in some 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 way some way but what comes next in star wars like do we get mandalorian next do we get obi-wan kenobi next which is again the same world the same planet right because we're going to be on tatooine or, or at least part of it's going to be on tatooine but we're going back um to be right after the prequels so we're cutting back a good you know 20 30 years or whatever but um, this was a very enjoyable episode, very satisfying kind of finish. I, um, again, the simple the story of the man, of the Boba Fett stuff was very simple. This is there's this um, group of, of of organized crime that's in town. Boba wants to take stake his control of this town, and by doing that, he needs to get these people out. And it's that's really it. And and we we meet some. The colorful characters along the way. We get some backstory of Boba. We get some. Um, we get some uh, uh, Mandalorian thrown in there, and it you know um, it again just kind of leads to whatever Boba Fett's going to be doing. And at one point, I thought you know Boba could die here. This could be the end. It, it, this could be the final chapter of the book. The the actual life of Boba Fett. Never mind the book. Who knew they could have done anything with that. Um, but they didn't. Boba survived. He thrived. He won. And he has his whole little group now, his own little gang. Um, so I, I do hope we see more of the mods have grown to me. At first, I was like, these guys driving, driving these, these, these little mopeds, space mopeds. Um, I don't know. But when you see them kind of together, you think, okay, it's kind of cool. He's got, he's got something for the young, young kids. He's got a monster. He's got, uh, he's got Fennec, like his, his number, his number one or his number two. Um, and or is number one, right? Would that be number one? His number one. I don't know. Um, and we got to get our the, the the Mandalorian mystery out of the way where what happened to Grogu? 
Well, we know what happened to Grogu. He went with the Jedi. He tried training with the Jedi. He tried training with Luke Skywalker. He's like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't have it in me. I care more about my friends. And, and the young Luke was like, okay, Grogu. You have, this is how Luke Skywalker kind of talked. You can go. You can stay with the Jedi. And you can b- be trained. You will be a great, powerful Jedi. Or you can join the Mandalorian, forsaking the Jedi. It is your choice. That's my impression of um, Mark Hamill trying to be young Luke Skywalker. Um, and, of course, for me, he chose correctly, which makes sense now that you think about it. Because that is how you can explain that Grogu wasn't there with um, with Ben Solo, who I can't think of his, his, na- his other name. He wasn't there with the Jedi Academy. Uh, he, 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 he wasn't trained by Luke. Like he was there. He hung out a little bit, he picked up a few things, but it, it does explain that they tried and it didn't work out. And these guys belong together. So I love that. Cause now there's no reason for like, wait, why didn't we see Grogu later on with Luke Skywalker? Well, because he didn't hang around. So, uh, I'm very happy about that. But more importantly, I'm happy because Mando and Grogu, uh, you know, Mando and Grogu rocking through the forest. Like, they belong together. As Chicago said, they belong together. Um, so I'm happy they're together. I'm happy with the episode overall. Uh, I, I like the battle. I like the openness of, you know, they that um, Major Domo might be with them. Major Domo and Amy Sedaris, like, them together. I, I'd watch a show of them just hanging out. Um so I enjoyed all of that. The only thing that I was like, whoa, there was no major like, what? That person showed up? What? None of that. We just, we got what we were hoping for. But the surprises, quote unquote surprises we saw were things that were set up earlier. The Rancor and Grogu. That's really it. There was no other character that, that blew you away. The big stinger being Timothy Oliphant is alive and Space Cowboy is dead. Um, that's really it. So I, 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 I think I'm done. Like, I don't know what to, what to do now. So here's what I'm thinking. This show was called the Mandalorian man because I was watching every episode of the Mandalorian. Then we got the book of Boba Fett. Thank God I did this. This, I kept going because this is an offshoot of the Mandalorian 100%. But could the Mandalorian man be also, just a general Star Wars show. So, had me thinking. These these seasons of these shows, they only do one at a time. You're not going to be like, i got to cover all these things at once. But I'm wondering, should I do this going forward for all the live action uh, Star Wars shows that show up on Disney Plus? Obi-Wan Kenobi, the uh, Ahsoka Tana. Uh, of course, the Mandalorian, the the the, the thing that started it all. Uh, then there's the um, the Rogue One dude. I can't think of his name, but he's getting his own show. Like all the live action shows. Now there's a lot of animated shows. I'll never catch up with them, and someday I'll watch them hopefully. But I feel like it, as long as there's one live action Star Wars show going on at the same time, this podcast should be going along with it. So that is my plan going forward. So. The next time you hear from me will be after we see an episode one of whatever comes next. And I think that might be Obi-Wan Kenobi one, um, 
which if I don't know if you know this, Obi-Wan Kenobi was named after a plane in uh, Temple of Doom. I know that's not true. I just, I'm rambling now. I get to the point where I just start rambling. Um, my friends, I should have started work a while ago. So I've got to skip lunch now because of this podcast. So listen, I got to go. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for sticking with this show because as you know, I don't know a ton about Star Wars, but oh, am I entertained by it. Oh, do I love talking about it. And um, I was like, I need to watch this before work so I'm not spoiled by anything. Again, I don't think anything could have really happened on Twitter where I would have been um, completely like, oh no, they blew it. Last year, I, I saw the the tweet from Mark Hamill where he was telling people to shush. I didn't even pick up on it, and I was not spoiled. So that night, I just freaked out when I watched it. I was like, I don't want that to ha- even that to happen again. Um, so I don't want to risk it. I watched it this morning. Again, nothing overly like, what the hell? Where'd that come from? But just a satisfying, fun finale. A finale that I would hope is just a season finale and not a series finale. Uh, But with that, my friends, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. You will hear from me again the next time we see some sort of live-action Star Wars on Disney+. Whether it's Obi-Wan, whether it's Mandalorian, that remains to be seen. But until then, my friends, stick us in the corner. Don't leave. Just kind of leave us there like we're a gym membership that you don't use. You're like, oh, I still get that gym membership. I should cancel that. No, 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 no. Don't cancel it. You'll get to the gym. You'll get to the gym. Just like we'll get to you. We'll come back when there's something to come back to. But until then, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Now, listen, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com. The Facebook page is simply fans.experts. And as a wise Jedi once said, may the force be with you. Not experts.